Hello, corn dogs. Have you ever wanted to start your own podcast? Well, Anchor by Spotify is your solution. Anchor allows you to make a podcast in the easiest way possible. Let me explain. Anchor has tools to let you record and edit your podcast from your phone or computer. It also distributes all your podcasts for you, and you can listen on Spotify, Apple, wherever, and Anchor does all that for you. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, enjoy the show. Watch a new and podcast, watch a new and podcast, watch a new and podcast, watch a new and podcast. They're a semi-chaotic team, man. They're here for podcasting. Watch a new and podcast. Watch a new and podcast. They're headed to the tri-state to hang with Phineas and Ferb. So come along for all the thrill with Felipe, Navi, and Will. They're firing up the Rewatchinator. This is what we're going to do today. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of What You Do and your favorite Phineas and Ferb rewatch podcast. And first things first, let me introduce myself. Here is a guy who never plays video games in a bath towel. It is Felipe, Agent F, if you're nasty, and I'm not alone. I am joined by Waluigi himself. He may not be laying eggs these days, but he is always a great mother to all. Will Davis. Will, how are you? Wah. Wah. Uh, I, I've been uh, perfecting my mac and cheese recipe. Someone told me it was too cheesy and not macaroni enough. But, uh, uh, you know, been working on it. I cannot wait till the day that I try your mac and cheese. Like, yeah. literally a life dream right now. <laughs> um, but we are not alone, William. As always, we are joined by someone who loves the whales. It is Navi. She would also drop Doofenshmirtz for a whale. Navi, how are you doing? Yeah, I probably would. I'm doing okay. How are how about y'all? It's been a hot minute. It's, it's been, been a, a while. Minute. Will, tell us about your your trip with Tucker and your VR. Yeah, I went I went traveling. That was why I couldn't record last week. I was I was my fall break from school. I went and spent a couple days at my older brother Tucker's house, a couple days at my brother Sam's house. Um we did lots of stuff. Nathan's house? No, just just uh Nathan was there though. Uh but we did some like VR thing in yeah. Austin that was very cool. Uh we ate some good barbecue. Uh, it was a good time. Yes. More importantly, the breaking news that we have to talk about, Navi is still banned from Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what Why? I did. <laughs> Are people banned this long usually on Twitter? Um, I don't know. We need to get Naomi on the case. Naomi and Chappelle, they will crack it down and save us. Nathan was concerned because Navi was not responding to our messages. (laughs) So we moved it over to the Facebook Messenger. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, which I also barely use. So maybe we'll see if I get get into Facebook Messenger jail. Yeah, uh, well, you mean Meta Messenger jail. Yeah, 
Um, but oh, yeah. we are not here to talk about Navi's Twitter shenanigans. We are here to talk about two episodes of Phineas and Ferb, Perry Lays an Egg, and Got Game? I don't know. No, that's another episode. No, it's uh, Gaming the System. Gaming the System. So, yeah, that's what we're here to talk about today. And might I just say, what what episodes they were, I don't remember much from them. I watched them late last night, but yeah. Great. Uh yeah, they they uh give a peek behind the curtain. Uh we're we're recording two episodes today. We are we are recording this episode and also we're we're recording uh the Chronicles of Meep later today. Um and I'm much more excited for that one. Yes, same. <laughs> we're gonna talk about all the trans rights that Meep represents. Because Meep is a trans icon. Yeah. According to to one of my friends who is very passionate about the subject. Uh, but also these these episodes did exist, and we are going to talk about them. Uh, it's our job. Perry lays an egg. The first of two episodes. Um. So we we start off this episode. Uh, Phineas and Ferb. Their project of the day is they want to make the the sunniest day ever. And they like shoot this ray at the sun, and it turns out it didn't change anything. So it was already the sunniest day ever. Uh, meanwhile, Candace is watching like this nature documentary on TV. Um, and and Candace, at least in this scene, and maybe later in the episode, has some what I call big Nathan energy, where where Candace is on the couch and she can't get the remote to work, and her mom's like, you know, you could just get up and change the channel yourself. And she's like, oh, I'd rather just watch this or have someone else do it for me. Um, yeah. And Nathan does that too? This is big Nathan energy. Uh, a king. We love that. Does he also, does he also try to bust you? Um, I don't think so. I don't really uh, do anything uh, worth busting. Well, Usually just hang out. <laughs> or do wear overalls. Yeah, I don't is is wearing overalls something that's like needs to be thwarted? I mean it is a fashion crime. You look like Frenchie. I I resent that comment. <laughs> I look good in these overalls, goddammit. Yes, you should wear them more. Um so Candace... Although, wait, wait, can I just say a complaint about overalls? Yeah. If you have to go to the bathroom, they're so annoying. Uh yeah, I mean, they're not the most convenient thing. I'm sure they're they're not as bad as trying to go to the bathroom in a romper. Or a romp him. Or uh, yeah. Yeah, that True. sucks. I don't know that romper is a term that needs to be gendered. A but... romp they. <laughs> a romp they, that's our hashtag. Rompe sounds like Harambe. <laughs> uh, rest in peace, legend. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, what what the hell even happens? If, is, so, <laughs> the, the boys are like climbing down the tree after trying to to make the sun even brighter, and they knock this egg down, and the egg lands underneath Perry's ass 
Uh, so they're like, oh, of course, Perry, this this platypus laid an egg. Uh, they are famously egg-laying mammals. So surely Perry laid this egg, and Perry is going to be a mother. Um, so in order to like help help the the egg grow, the boys build this big robot that's like a platypus droid, but they only built the back half. The platyposterior. Uh, and this is where we're, we get into sort of a, I don't know if it's nature versus nurture so much, but but Candace is like, no, I'm I'm going to actually be a, a a mother figure to this egg, and she dresses up in her old platypus suit from the toy store, and gets a bunch of like comfy blankets and toys and things, and she's she's going to actually be a mother to this mother to this egg, just like William is a mother to us all. Are you the mom yeah, of your the friend group? Costume is, I'm. Is I am definitely not the mom of my friend group. Who do you think is the mom of our friend group? Um. I I, I don't know. I think Naomi. Naomi could be the mom. Mm. Naomi's Jacob yep. and I's yeah, mom. Yeah, I was thinking Naomi. I sent her a TikTok of um when your friends are being reckless and then you're the mom of the friend group because mm-hmm. she is in new york she was definitely maybe the mom like sarah ferguson from... or jess sterling they have mm, oh yeah. yeah sarah ferguson has like we're doing this at this time this at this time just two but like sarah's like no like we are sticking to my schedule that i worked hard on again no snitch tagging listeners yeah and i'm like okay cool Navi would snitch tag on us herself, but she can't. <laughs> I would. See, this is why you need to unsist me. So I can snitch tag Navi, people. Now, now that you got... Uh, no, to un- be honest, or, I don't put her at all. Now that you got suspended, are you going to move to, like, parlor? Oh, no. Please, no. <laughs> Hashtag Navi on parlor. Oh. No. <laughs> That's disrespectful. <laughs> That's offensive to Navi for me. Uh, so they they find out that uh, at the end of this whole thing, I mean, the, the whole rest of the, the Candace and Phineas and Ferb plot is just like them like building technology to raise the egg, but Candace wanting to be like this, this like nurturing presence for the egg. Um, the egg ends up hatching, and they're like, "Oh shit! It's not a platypus; it's instead a a whale song singing double-breasted angle hooper, uh, which is which is a fancy type of bird. Why it sings whale songs, I don't know, but that's kind of relevant to the Doofenshmirtz plot. Um, Felipe, if you laid an egg, what kind of bird would be inside of it? A dodo bird. What about you, Will? Um. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that I would lay... I think if any of us would lay an egg, it would be you. Why me? I don't know. Maybe Kevin from Up? Ooh, that's a good bird. Uh, hold on, know, let me think. Have, let me like, think. Sesame Street energy. You do the puppet. Hold on, let me... Give me a second. Yo, I'm, the, I'm Muppets, think. the Muppets haunted magic kind of went off. Like, Yvette Nicole Brown had no reason to drag Pepe the King Kron so hard in that movie. But she did, and I was here for it. And Will Arnett, isn't it? 
Yes. Um, speaking of Will. Also, left... I think I'm on a lay, but. It's fine. Oh, 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 it's okay. oh, oh, okay. Oh! I think if I, I think if I laid an egg, it would look something like this. Here, uh, keep um, that on. I'll keep that on for two seconds. No, I, I, I don't know that I can. Okay, you can take it off. Uh, so here, I, I, I've got this like crow mask on. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't think a crow is my favorite kind of bird, though. I, I gotta think what my favorite kind of bird is. Um. Can can you do the entire podcast in that mask? Um. You know what? I can try. You don't have to if you can't, but it would be funny. No, you have to. You brought this on yourself for bringing the yep. mask on can, in the first place. I, I can commit to a bit. <laughs> the problem is getting the mask over my headphones. Oh, yeah. You can wear it like a, a puppet. You can wear it on your hand. I just like have a crow puppet next to Yeah, me? but you have to do the vocalization. Uh, something like this? Yeah. I guess I guess I don't need to point the crow towards the mic. That's where my my mouth should go. It's like you, you ever see ventriloquists where like the like they're talking into the mic so that but like, like Robbie from Victorious. Sure. Are you too old for that show? Oh no, I I watched Victorious. Thank God. I was gonna have to um, bully you. So. That's like that's kind of the end of the Phineas and Ferb plot. Linda comes home and she actually sees the stuff. The stuff didn't go away for once, and she's like, "Candace, what the hell is all of this?" And and Candace is like, "Well, Phineas and Ferb built this thing, and I was trying to help hatch the egg." And Linda's just like making fun of Candace, calling her crazy, and saying, "Oh, you've got to clean all this stuff up." Um, the one time she actually sees all the stuff. Um, damn specked. Jeremy at least recognizes that that Candace's platypus suit is is a mom suit, so to speak. He's like, normalize mommy. Hashtag normalize mommy. That's a throwback oh to Scooby Doo on Monsters Unleashed podcast, which if you haven't listened to, highly recommend. It was a chaotic time. Yeah. Uh yeah, it was, that was that was a fun show for sure. Um. Any other any other things about the the Phineas Ferb Candace plot here? Any big the baby turtles were mad cute. Yeah, like uh, are these the same turtles that were on Survivor? <laughs> that was that the JD episode because that would, might have <laughs> no. been the episode that like I had uh, struggles on my the viewing. Mm. So was this, was this an episode that you bootlegged? Uh. Did you watch an East Coast feed? I did watch an East Coast feed that episode and this last episode, but I like showed up like 20 minutes late because um, laundry circles and then Nathan filled me in on everything I missed and then I watched uh, when it went up. Uh, honestly, I did not need to watch this episode because I was like, I'm, I'm going to see Dune tonight, so I needed to watch. I was like, and I don't want to be spoiled because I have to work in the next morning. And then I did not have to rush to watch Survivor. Yeah. As we learned. 
speaking of in the feedback we can go over our draft because i feel like we're like pretty even like i'm i think i think i have the best chance of losing though yeah we'll see winning the draft via losing Mm -hmm. i will say that um um so So, doof plot doof plot doofenshmirtz makes the the whale translatinator because he had an ex-girlfriend leave him for some whales these whales uh were were uh well sorry he first invented the whale translatinator because he was dating a girl who really liked whales and then whenever they used the whale translatinator the whales just used it to make fun of him and and so the whales made fun of him enough that the the girlfriend left Doofenshmirtz to go be with the whales. Well, because one of them was like, "Drop this clown, come date us." Yeah, something like, uh, "Come, come be with a real mammal" or something like that. <laughs> drop, yeah. drop that pink chimp. Uh, so then Doofenshmirtz taught himself whale song, and he he bought up the tri-state area's supply of krill. So he could lure the whales, uh, so he could make fun of the whales uh, with the whale song that he learned. Uh, he, yeah. He's like Dory here. All I could think of was, oh, well, well. I speak whale fluently. Dr. Uh, Dory Schmertz. I thought you were going to say Dr. Doolittle. I was like, that works too? That too. Yeah. Um, Did we lose but, Navi? I don't know. We can keep going. Yeah, okay. I miss her, but she'll come back to us, hopefully. Oh. But, uh... Yeah. So, what happens with the whales? Um, so, so Perry gets there, and he sees all this, and he's like, oh, this is just not worth any of my time. So, he, he, he like, tries to leave, and he keeps trying to leave, and Doofenshmirtz is like, no, wait, you've gotta, you've gotta thwart my plan. Come thwart me. And then Perry keeps running away, and Doofenshmirtz keeps finding him. He's like, oh, come thwart me. Uh, and then, uh, how does this end? Uh, <laughs> let's see. I, I, don't, I don't remember seeing an end. I think it was at the very end, um, Doofenshmirtz, like, gets blasted away by something. Um... Well, and then he gets, uh... and then he gets, yeah, he gets, he gets blasted away, and then he gets stuck inside of a whale, and he sees that his old ex girlfriend is living inside of the whale. Yeah, he pops right into the blowhole, which feels painful. Yeah, well, I mean, certainly for for the whale. Yeah. Yeah, that was very Pinocchio. Yeah, yeah, big uh, monstro. Yeah. Can we talk about the fact that this lady is literally made a kitchen inside the whale and is like cooking eggs inside her husband? You know, I I don't know what I don't know what I was going to say to that. It's one of those tiny homes, except like the tiny home is also like a like a like a person or I mean, not a person, but a whale. Yeah, Yeah. An organism. Navi, you need to tell your neighbors, will you hold it down? I am trying to use the quill. Like Candace in that one episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so that's it. I think that's the episode. Um, do we have to? I, I think as journalists, we have to discuss this scene, but I don't want to. Um, 
the major monogram and oh Harry. yes yeah oh my god yes that, that, that scene that scene might be the might be the funniest part of this episode um most so, traumatizing so um especially for those of us with facial hair um Perry goes into the tube to take him to the to the uh his lair uh and the, the suction tube like pulls off of his hair pulls all of his hair off before it pulls him down the tube so he's like bald uh but then the hair like lands back on him when he whenever he gets to the end of the tube but you see Ma- major monogram and he's like bald but he's got like sharpie scribbled all over his face for his hair and mustache uh, and it turns out that that uh, the pneumatic tube had sucked off all of his hair too, and he was talking about how all the all the the new pneumatic tube it it sucks like no it literally sucks all of the hair. Traumatizing, literally yeah. nightmare fuel was that image, especially Perry naked. I didn't like that. Yeah, I I agree. Yeah, he has boxers on underneath. That's always something that like sends me is like when they put like animals in like underwear and people clothes. Although animals? I did love it in the ballroom in the oh shout out to Jay and their cats. Did y'all see the Batman and Robin? I, maybe now he did. I I saw uh, I saw Vinny as Batman. Yeah, Vinny as Batman and Tony as Robin. We love that and Jay as the Penguin. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, do we hit on everything? Oh. Oh. Wait. We. What time? What kind of bird was that at the end that they birthed? Uh. It. I. I. It was a whale song singing double-breasted anglehooper. Is that a real bird? No, of course not. Okay. Just checking. Whale song singing double-breasted anglehooper. Let's see. Phineas and Ferb song of a rail whale. Ferb Fletcher. Oh, Ferb is on Twitter. I mean, the real Ferb, in the sense that everyone is on Twitter. Joined April two thousand nine, except for Navi. Has not except tweeted since two thousand ten. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. There you go. Should we take a, a a musical break and go to the other episode? Do we have anything else to say about this episode? Yeah. What was the song of this episode? Oh, um, something about technology versus nature. Oh yeah, so now when will he call me? Mother Nature one. Oh yeah, one. yeah. Technology zero, Mother Nature one. Okay, yeah. I don't remember the songs. If I'm being completely transparent. Yeah, they're kind. Of, I mean, they're both like just like vague pop rocky songs. Yeah, and they were both not sang by the characters. They were like sang by like. The I think narration. they're both Danny Jacobs songs. Mm. Anyway. Motherhood's for life, it's not something in which you dabble Phone machines not built to last, I love you's only techno babble Mother knows what's necessary, cause she always pays attention That's why they say necessity's the mother of invention Now I got you on the run Technology's hero, Mother Nature one Child 
but giving time it could trick out his dream. So if you think that you can build a better mother, let it go. Cause nature already nailed it 60 million years ago. You see, before we've even begun, game over, technology lost, mother nature won. Game over, technology lost, mother nature So how does it feel to have your platter posterior handed to you on a plate, son? Musical break. And we are back, everyone. I hope you enjoyed the dulcet tones of Danny Jacobs. Uh, what's happening in this episode, 206B, Game in the System, where Candace plays video games in a bathrobe, and the sturdiness of that towel was very strong, because if that was me, the towel would have fallen. Yeah, okay. so the uh, TLDR of the episode is that Phineas Ferb and Candace are transported into a video game that the kids create when Candace is getting ready for a cotillion date with Jeremy. Meanwhile, Doof and Perry fight in ball gowns, and that's all I wrote for that plot, because that's literally all that happens. We love to see it. Okay. Also, am I on less of a leg than I was yeah. before? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't you love it when things work out? <laughs> yes. Okay. So that's um, what I need to tell Twitter when you get reinstated. Well, my first tweet will be "fuck Twitter." You'll be banned again. You'll be banned again immediately. Yeah. All right. Um. So with the Phineas Ferb and Candace plot, the episode starts off with Phineas Ferb, Buford, and Baljeet playing a platformer type game on a handheld console, and it's called Jumpin' Duck. And it's um, I don't know. It's like very like basic like Nintendo platformer you would see um on like your Game Boy or whatever. Um. Meanwhile, Candace is talking to Stacy about the Cotillion. And then she sees the kids doing something in the backyard and she's like, I'm going to do a preemptive busting. Um, so then she goes down there, asks what they're doing. Uh, Phineas says they're playing a video game and Candace is like, wow, you're actually doing something normal for once. Um, and she says that she didn't expect them to get sucked into a video game, which gives them their idea of what they're going to do today by making an immersive video gaming experience. What are your thoughts on, on this uh, idea, I guess? I think being inside a video game oh, would no, be very no. fun. It's it's like uh, Spy Kids 3D. Yeah. If you die in the game, oh, you die in real life. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah. That is a movie I need to text Naomi about. It's a good one. Spy Kids 3D game over? Yeah. With uh, Sylvester Stallone, kids. I think, is the bad guy. All the Spy Kids. Uh, yeah. I actually haven't seen the new one, so maybe not. But the Spy Kids went off. Um. But I'm still traumatized by what Will shared on the last podcast about Daryl Spara. Is that his name? And uh, Daryl Savera, yeah. 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 How, how they have, like, his and hers toilets. Yeah. Ugh. Disgusting. You know. You mean you wouldn't want to poop with your loved one together? Just do... <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> nice little group poop. Okay. Um, yeah. Is that the hashtag for this no. episode? Hashtag go um, poop. Okay. <laughs> By the way, I tagged Twitter in another tweet okay, trying so- to get Navi freed. Yeah, I, 
like three different appeals and I also mm -hmm. went to the Better Business Bureau and then mm -hmm. <laughs> complained to them and they still haven't reinstated my account. Have they even like said why? So I she broke rules, community standards. No. I don't know what. They just said that I broke the rules. I don't know what rules I broke other than I I guess I don't use Twitter enough for them, I guess. I mean, Ferb Whatever. hasn't tweeted since 2010, so I don't know. And he's still on Twitter. Who knows? I guess. Anyway. So the power goes out when they try and turn on the immersive gaming experience for the the duck and jumpin' duck game. Uh, Candace is drying her hair when the power goes out, and then she goes back outside to see what's up. Uh, Ferb turns the power back on, and that's when Candace is transported into the video game. And it turns out she's not very good at it initially, because uh, she doesn't know how to jump and duck properly. Her timing's off. Yeah, she's doing a lot of uh, um, also, dunk ducking when she should jump and jumping when she should duck. Mm -hmm. Also, she asks Phineas and Ferb to help her, but they're very anti-cheat codes. And I was like, did you not have, like, action replay or, like, the game genie? The game shark? Yeah. That. Phineas and Ferb. They deserve to get busted for that. Maybe they're just yeah. too good. And then, like, they the don't fruit enemy. Maybe, I guess. It's... Ferb is probably. Like Phineas needs Ferb's help. Yeah. This is the first anyway, time what, Navi? Am I still on a list? A little bit, no, yeah. No, I, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I will keep that in mind when I try and talk. Okay. Um, I'll just go on ahead and continue yeah. this. So, uh, Candace continues to be, uh, um, I guess, chased by the fruit enemies that are in the video game. And then she uses her blow dryer, which, like, manifested with her when she was transported into the video game. And, like, uses it to, like, shoot them and then they die. And then uh, mm -hmm. that's how she kind of, I guess, advances through the levels. And Phineas and Ferb show up to try and help her, but she seems to be doing fine with using the blow dryer. So they just follow her all the way up to the final level. And when they get to the final level, the boss is Buford, which uh, I guess is appropriate, I'd say. He has the most boss energy, like final video game boss energy out of the kids. Oh, so. for sure. Especially giant Buford. Yes. Um, Candace defeats boss Buford uh, with the health bar. Like, because, like, throughout the game, like, she has a health bar that goes up and down depending on whether she gets hit or whether mm -hmm. she, like, kills people. And she just uses it. I like it the whole deal where she's, way. like, falling uh, and, uh, like, she, she, like, whenever Phineas and Ferb are telling her when to jump and duck, and she's, like, falling down these stairs, or they're like, stop falling and stop falling and stop falling. But if she lands on her feet, I don't think she should lose health points. That's my hot take for the evening. <laughs> yeah. Eh, you can still lose health if you yeah, fall from fall too damage. far of a distance. That's yeah. a thing that happens yeah. in video games. Yeah. Uh, well, when she defeats Buford, uh, the boss Buford, I should say, uh, he like hits Phineas and Ferb on his way down the hill, and like they end up like I guess dying. And she's, like, very upset over this. But then it turns out they come back to life. Because they're like, oh, we have, like, four more health uh, lives or whatever. And then she's uh, also then very upset over that. Yeah, and then she gets very <laughs> mad about that, too. Uh, they get transported back to the 
real world where they have to fight Boss Buford again. And then Isabella shows up and sends Boss Buford back into the video game. She takes a photo and then he goes binary code. Yeah, and she says something like, the bigger they are, the harder they uh, decode or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jeremy is on his way over and Candace is freaking out because she still is not ready because she was too busy being in the video game. And that's when uh, the kids just magically get in ball gowns. And then Candace also just randomly gets into ball gowns and it has nothing to do with the B plot of this episode. And that's basically yeah. the end of the episode or the end so, of this, this plot. Do at least. What do we think about this plot? In the video game? Do you think Candace sweat when she was in the video game? Because if she smells bad, then she might need another shower before she goes with Jerry. I'm, I'm going to guess no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that forward. That was very important that we did. Yeah, I mean, I, her her uh, her hair really comes out of this ball gown looking great. Yeah. Oh, she was serving. Yeah, well, she had them in the curlers the entire time. I'm sure mm-hmm. that helped. Maybe the sweat all went into her hair to help style her hair. Mm. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it was a fine A plot. Like, once again, I feel like the B-plot was better, but that's generally my thoughts on this show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, well, speaking of the B-plot... Was this the episode uh, that Will thought Harry it was? Goes... Um, no, this is not the one that I thought it was. I thought it was... a uh, The one that I think it was, I think, is something like called a sick day or something like that. Okay. It's the one where they're all sick and they're playing a, a game together. Ah. Uh. Also, I just re- realized the background has leaves on the stream yard. We're recording on a different thing too, so like that's a that's a thing. But yeah, do you think if it was on Zoom, so your cute. lag would be different, or no? Do you think the lag is regardless? I don't know. I usually am fine on Steam Yard. I don't know why I'm lagging so bad on this. Um, yeah. But anyway, onto the B plot. Uh, so uh, Perry goes to the lair for his mission briefing. Um, they've been monitoring uh, Doof's internet uh, search history, I guess. And uh, Doof, and they learn that Doof is getting Perry a vase for Christmas, which is very sweet of him. But there, he's also looking into Tefita, Chapita? Satin, and, and, and... Velour. Yeah. Which is the most ominous Not- of all fabrics, from what I understand. Valor. Yeah, of course. So Perry goes to Doof and Schwartz, Valor. Evil Incorporated, uh, and Doof reveals the ball gowninator. Um, and he's hit with the device and is wearing a very beautiful ball gown, which is elegant, like he's going to a cotillion. Which, by the way, this is like the most I've ever heard the word cotillion used in a show ever. Agreed. Yeah. It's I like they it, just heard it, and we're like, we're going to base an entire episode on this. Well, it's very similar to what they did with the aglet. A-G-L-E-T, don't forget it. Yeah, and this is where we get Doof's tragic anime backstory, where Doof's mom would make a bunch of dresses for Doof's new sibling, only it turned out the baby was actually a boy, 
who is Roger. Which, to my point, and then who cares? Yeah. Let Roger wear the dresses. No. Harry Styles can do it. Yeah, it's okay if it's like a baby. Yeah, like. But also, my my the pictures of when the royal babies are like baptized, they all wear like a little dress thing. Yeah. My big thing is why. So like. Heinz is a few years older than Roger, but his mom made the dresses for the baby, but then made him wear them whenever the baby turned out to be a boy. How does he fit the same clothes that would have fit the baby? Maybe they made it and, for the baptism and they were just huge. And uh, like, if, you, if you're going to make them big for whenever the baby gets to be older, then why not just make Roger wear them when he gets older? Why, why, like, uh, these dresses were never made for Heinz. They were not meant to fit his body. Why does he have to wear them? The disrespect. Ugh. I don't know. You make points. You make very important points. Yes. That said, well, anyway, that said, uh, uh, Doofenshmirtz yeah. is not at all not at all woke on how manly you are based on mm. whether or not you're wearing a dress. This episode did not hold up. In no. That no, 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 no. No, it did not. No. Yeah, so uh, I guess we cut back to Doof and Perry are now in a hot air balloon, I guess. And uh, Doof tells Perry that he, like, this dress suits him, but Perry doesn't seem to be very impressed by it. Uh, fighting ensues. Perry uses the innator on Doof, and he's wearing a pretty seafoam green gown, but he's not vibing with it. Uh, and then, uh, in sort of the end credits scene, Doof crashes the cotillion and is named the queen of the summer cotillion. And he is both honored and humiliated. And that's the end of the episode. Yeah. He said, he said like, thank you and curse you or something. Yeah, I got a I got a, a question on on Twitter from Giovanni. Uh, do you think that he kept that crown? Hmm, probably. I said he definitely maniac. shouldn't have. Yeah, I think I think. Listen, I fuck with a good crown, and I feel like Doofenshmirtz. Doofenshmirtz, I don't know what sign he is, but he is a sign that would wear that crown. Yeah, whatever elemental sign you are, Doof is that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I forget well, which elemental sign his, I am. His, I'm his, a fire birthday, sign. his birthday is sometime in the summer. I was trying to find out exactly when it was. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, the wiki just says sometime in the summer. It's birthday. Well, it was, it was uh, during the Raging Bully episode, no? Yeah, I'm just trying to trying to find Doofenshmirtz's favorite food is bakery cake, according to the Disney Channel wiki. Okay. Uh, oh, he has a Wikipedia page. I love that. Oh, he's in Milo Murphy's Law, like a oh yeah, actual character. Yeah. Yeah. We I, I thought we'd yeah. discuss this. It was like very early on in the podcast. It's all been mm -hmm. almost a year, I think, at this point. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he has his own YouTube channel, Doof's Daily Dirt, and comments on memes. 
He has a he has a video about call me maybe. Hell yeah. We gotta do this. Are you sure this is real and not just like someone made a fake thing like it's this? It's on his Wikipedia. Doof's Daily Dirt's website. But uh, like like a like a real Wikipedia or like a, a Disney fandom wiki? No, real. Okay. Okay, let's look at this. Doofenshmirtz Daily Dirt was a weekly YouTube series starring Heinz Doofenshmirtz that premiered on January 3rd, 2013 in a 13-episode miniseries. Doofenshmirtz talked about current events, pop culture, music, the internet, life, and all things perplexing, according to the press release. Hmm. Um, the show was animated with Adobe Flash. Um, yeah. <laughs> Episode 2, the description... The internet is full of cats. I'm not sure why. I'm also not sure why they insist on terrible grammar and spelling practices. But I'm convinced that it is bad for the children of America. Listen up, sheeple. It's time to stand up to the internet cat conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, yeah, no. I'll send y'all the link if y'all want to read up on it. But anyway, should we go to a musical okay. break or do we have more to discuss? Let's do it. song and we're back everyone what what a song that we listened to i couldn't even tell you what the name of it was um, let's go digital let's go digital it's no one will he call me um but now it's time to get to the feedback so first things first giovanni wrote with something very important mm-hmm. his email no subject says, Felipe is poo because he's a wide-eyed optimist, Navi is piglet because she's like the nice best friend sidekick, and Will is brew. I don't know well, enough about the characters to know wh- what what makes me rue. Well, yeah, maybe Giovanni can add that in his next feedback. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, I would have we'll figured that out. Felipe was more rue. I'm the wide-eyed optimist, how dare you? Um... <laughs> Okay, now next question from Giovanni. Who would make 
for the best and or worst parent out of Isabella, Buford, Belgie, and Stacy. Stacy would be the best, in my opinion. Mm. This is what talking. I was Isabella gonna say, too. I was gonna say Isabella the best and Buford the worst. Yeah, Buford definitely the worst. I think the other three would be great. I, I uh, like. I, I think uh, Buford would be not good, and the other three would be not not good. I think Belgique would definitely be the kind of parent who works like fifteen hour days and is never home though. Hmm. Because See, he's so like driven by success. Uh, and he doesn't see parenting as a successful like, I don't know. That's just my vibe. I think he would be one who would like read a lot of parenting books. Oh, true. I think Stacy is underrated as a parent. I think she and Isabella would be top tier. Yeah. Um, okay, next question. Do you think the musical number Doof planned would have been good and how would the lyrics have gone? Ooh, how would the lyrics have gone? This was whenever he wanted, he was making a plan for the, the whale translatinator? Or the, was yeah. it the ball gowninator? It was the ball gown, I think. Uh, I think it would have been really good. I think it would have been one of those show tune numbers, very similar to the Gary Kish's brother. Yeah, I mean, it probably, to be quite H, would be problematic lyrically. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think it'd be a, it'd definitely be a, a, a similar vibe to the Goody Two Shoes Brother song. My Goody Two Shoes Brother. Mm-hmm. Anyways, our final question. From Giovanni, does the woman leaving Doof to date a whale the most unrealistic and cartooning moment of the whole series? Um, let's I mean, see what what unrealistic thing. Next episode. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean we had a uh, with aliens. Yeah, we had the the shooting star milkshake bar. We had the teleporter to Mars. Shake, shake your asteroid. Um, even even like Candace hallucinating the zebra. I mean, uh, I've and, never done shrooms, but maybe. And... Yeah, but <laughs> I thought they—I thought they revealed that like the moss that she touched wasn't actually the hallucinogenic stuff. So it was like she—it was like a placebo hallucination. So, I don't know. I don't remember. You can go listen to the old episode. Yeah, that's um, a fun one. It's definitely up there as far as like crazy things go. But but most crazy th- I think I think we've seen crazier. Yeah. I think so too, but yeah. Also, have we discussed since that episode that they're still in the fifty-foot universe now because Ferb, because of that episode where they yeah, changed I, th- it to- I think they're just from now on they're in the fifty-foot universe. Damn, that's wild. Um, yeah. So that about does it for our feedback. So we can get into some segment stuff. Segments, uh, segments. So first things first. Anyways, let's get started with our segments. Uh, first things first, would you rather do these than reading? Or in other or other activities. So first, uh, would you rather protect an egg with your life than read? Uh, I would read. You would let that egg die? Uh, yeah. Now my like monkey's not my circus. You could do both at the same time. You could do both at the same time, right? Yeah, maybe. I don't want to be yeah. a parent. Ever or just now? 
say never. I don't believe in that. Like I would, I would definitely not I would, now. I would yeah. put that egg back in its nest where it belongs and let uh, nature take its course. And also, we didn't talk about the fact that that egg fell from a tree and did not crack. Yeah, unrealistic. Real, That's real the most unrealistic egg. part of the show. Humpty Dumpty could never. <laughs> did you see the the wholesome meme that was like Humpty Dumpty had a great fall and it's Humpty Dumpty wearing autumn clothes and drinking a pumpkin spice latte? <laughs> I love that. That's funny. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, what is the other segment besides the songs that I always uh, did, did he impress his professor? Did he impress his professor? I think his professor would be like, nah, this is too gendered for me. But also Dr. Havarlik does not seem like the most woke woman. Here's the thing. I think the technology itself is good. I like the ball gowninator, the thing. I don't like why he's using it. It's the opposite of what most of my things are with his. Most of it, it's like, yeah, this machine is okay, but the petty reason he's doing it makes it a lot funnier. Yeah. This, I think, is the opposite, where I think the the ball gowninator as a machine is impressive, but the reason why he's using it is bad. Honestly, though, it would come so clutch if I had one of those because you could just like shoot it on yourself and be clothed. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to spend time getting dressed and you could just be like prepared. You could just, uh, that'd be clutch. Um, and then what was the other thing? The whale thing? I think that would impress his professor. Like that is a scientific, like we've been trying to talk to animals for years. Yeah. Everyone wants to be Eliza Thornberry. So, Will, next year for Halloween, you should do Nigel Thornberry. Ooh, that's another good mustache one. Yeah. Or major monogram. Yeah. 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 I think Nigel Thornberry is better. Uh, let's get into our episodes, I guess, is what we can yeah, do Yeah, William first. has to eat lunch. Do I yeah. ever? It's it's 2.30 and I haven't eaten all day. Same. Um, but Except let's... it's only 11.30 for you. Listen, I haven't eaten all day either, but uh, let's let's get into our episode ranking. So, Will, why don't you start us off? Tell us, two hundred six A Perry lays an egg. Where do you have it? I mean, I mean, you you heard me recapping it. It was like, I don't know. It, it, there were I was originally going to put it in the okay tier, and then I watched it again. And I was like, oh, I'm kind of bored. Uh, so it's not, it's not a bad episode. It's not down in the busted tier. So just, just to, just to remind us our tiers from top to bottom, top tier is queen of Mars followed by yummy, yummy. Then, okay. Uh, satellite fell to earth and then final is busted. Um, so I have this in the satellite fell to earth tier. As do I, I agree with you. Like it's, it's, it's a fine episode. I was kind of just like I felt like I was going through the motions watching it and um I, I guess I can do the other one too uh while I'm at it I, I kind of feel similarly like I think I was also going through the motions but I also watched it at 12 30 a.m so maybe that mm-hmm. might be a reason but that I just felt like these two episodes did not hit uh, like I feel like Phineas and Ferb should be at this point in time so that that's my thought process well do you want to go with your 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 20 six B and then we can yeah. see what Navi thinks of both. So just, Yeah, gaming just... gaming the system. I I was teetering between the okay tier and satellite fell to earth tier. I ended up putting it in okay. I think it's marginally better than than Perry Lays an egg. 
Um, the song is a little bit better, I think. Uh, they're both, uh, both of the songs are just kind of, kind of passable. I, I, I don't know that I would put them in any sort of playlist yeah. other than just like generic Phineas and Ferb playlists. Um, but I, I liked the ball gowninator. Uh, it was ruined a little bit by you know, some of Doof's comments, but uh, I, I thought the episode was a little bit better. I I'll, I'll put gaming the system in. Okay. Okay. Oh no! I was about to go to Navi, and she nor, did. Or no. Do we want to do our our uh, characters while we wait for Navi to pop back? Yeah, in? we can we can do that, and then maybe we'll have maybe we'll just uh, put it in in the next episode. What's, true, what's going true. on? So, Will, start us off with a. Uh, actually, no, I'm going to go first because so just some behind the scenes information. I was when I oh, let's see if Navi's back. Um, I wanted to put Candace as the MVP for both episodes, but I forgot about those cute little baby turtles. <laughs> so the baby turtles win the point because I'm assuming I'll just ask right now, can I give Nosy any points this week? Of course not. Okay, so then the baby turtles get my point for Perry lays an egg. So come on, baby turtle. Um, Navi, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Am I, how okay. much of a leg is there? You, you, Five seconds, it's fine. Uh, so let's let's go back to our. Um, do you? How do you want to rank both the episodes from the this week? Because we already went through those, but then because of your lag, we were like, okay, we'll come back to Navi when she comes back. Yeah, they're both so, in the tenant tier. Uh, they were fine. I wouldn't say they were fine per se. Like they're definitely worse episodes. I remember, like at least these two are remember are memorable enough in that you in like their not horribleness but like i just remember like the weirdness of it so they can go in the tenant mm-hmm. tier for now for both yes um, also the satellite fell to earth here because true yeah um uh, just to just to talk about memories like i've remembered very little like i remembered some visuals like candace jumping in the in the video game and then candace in the parry suit with the egg but I didn't really remember these episodes much besides those like mm-hmm. visual sense memories. Um, and then just to catch Navi up, I have gone into the episode characters who won the episode. We've, I only did the first one. Uh, the baby turtles get my point for this episode. And Will was about to reveal who got his point. So if you want to think of yours and we can go to you next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. First, first episode, I okay. gave it to uh, Doofenshmirtz's ex-girlfriend, Elizabeth who is now living inside of the whale. Um, it's, it's like, I, maybe that's part of why I, uh, had uh, like thought this episode was, was in that lower tier was like, I had a hard time figuring out who won this episode. Like, yeah. I don't think Candace wins, um, because her mom is making fun of her so much. I don't think Doofenshmirtz wins because he had his girlfriend leave him for a whale. Um, Perry didn't have a ton going on. Phineas and Ferb didn't have a ton going on. It was hard to find someone to win this episode. Um, and I think that was that was part of why the episode wasn't as good for me. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I get it to the ex girlfriend. If it wasn't the baby turtles, it was going to be Candace for me, and that like I wasn't super committed to that either. Mm-hmm. Um, Navi, let's get both of yours in the next in the next segment. So, who wins? Uh, Perry lays an egg, and then who wins? Game of the system. I would say I would give it to the ex-girlfriend as well. Will convinced me that she 
probably is the winner of the episode because she's living her best life inside of a whale, I guess. Uh, as for who won the second episode, I guess it's Candace because she defeated all those uh, video game minions and she still ended up looking great for her Contillion date with Jeremy. So I guess it goes to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will. I'm going to give the second episode to Isabella uh, because she was the one who, who figured out how to defeat the final boss. Uh, she was also pulling off her ball gown that she was wearing. Um, and I thought Candace would get points elsewhere. I wanted to make sure. This is surprisingly the first episode so far Isabella has won. For I noticed that in the spreadsheet. I was like, huh? Yeah, yeah I, no. I was surprised. I had to actually type Isabella's name on our like totals list. Yeah, I I was between Candace and Isabella for most of the episodes. Like, okay, Candace, I was actually just the first set of episodes that I was watching with an eye of who I was going to give my point to. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Isabella came in like a boss queen that she is and saved the day. So I'm also going to give it to Isabella, but I'm glad Candace got a point. Because yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 if both of you had said Isabella, I would have said Candace. I, th- I think they both deserve points here. Agreed. Um, so yeah, we talked about what we have in terms. Of, oh, do we want to add Duke backstories? I know that was like a thing from um, last. Season. I don't know that we've been ranking them. There. Yeah, this there, was the first one of season two, I believe. Yeah. There so, was a Duke backstory about his brother and the dresses. Yeah. Um, it was Tragic there. anime backstory. <laughs> but otherwise, um, Will, do you want to tell us what we have in a few hours? Yeah. So, so I I don't know what the schedule, the release schedule looks like, but the next episode. We've got a, a great, great guest, great episode. Uh, looking Very much looking forward to both. Uh, Naomi Calhoun is going to join us for the Chronicles of Meep. Uh, I'm very excited. I am very excited as well. Um, just some behind the scenes logistical things. Uh, I don't have a set work schedule every day. I find out when I'm going to work the day before. And oftentimes it's a lot of hours, long days. So uh, I'm also on the West Coast, so I think we're going to look to maybe doing more weekend records, so I'm going to, we'll see, we'll see what mm-hmm. we can do, but uh, I'm going to shift the schedule. Previously, we were dropping episodes on Saturdays. I will drop this episode sometime this weekend, and then I think maybe Wednesdays. How's that mm. sound? Wednesday dropping for- Yeah, Survivor Wednesdays. Yes, to celebrate accordingly. Um, let's start wrapping things up up miss navi where can people not keep up with you on twitter and then you actually can't keep up with her at all yeah um and then do you have any pop culture plugs uh yeah you can not keep up with me anywhere on the internet at because i'm navi um as for my pop culture plug uh cowboy bebop's on netflix and i have no mm. reason not to watch it the so anime or the live action it, especially before the movie comes out okay yes oh the anime i don't know the yeah it's like 26 I love the, episodes i love the and, like, the theme like song to each, cowboy bebop so. yeah it's so oh, good it's right good. it's tank by the seatbelts. it's it's a very good song three two one let's jam um, is it my turn? Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna say if Chappelle's listening to this and you do Cowboy Bebop, you gotta get Queen Navi on the podcast. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, William, where can people keep up with you? Yeah, you can keep up with me at Davis Come Will on all major social media. Uh, been tweeting a lot about Survivor, 
been uh, making some wand-offs. Yes, um, good for you and Heather. Great, yeah. great wand-offs. Shout out to Sam. Yeah, Sam, um, Sam, Sam has been helping me write for a long time. Uh, this now he's he's starting to record some himself, and it's been very fun. Um, we're th- we're thinking about putting together like a like an EP album. of Wanda. Yes, I, I will. I will. I, I already put like a couple of them that I recorded on Spotify, uh, or on SoundCloud, not Spotify. Uh, so we're we're thinking about doing something like that. My mother. I miss my mother so much. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, as far as pop culture plug. Uh, so it is, we are recording this on the day before Halloween. Uh, so one of my favorite internet creators, uh, Brian David Gilbert, he just made a YouTube playlist of five videos in which he is singing covers of ABBA songs, but as like different Halloween monsters. Uh, so he, he sings, uh, gimme, gimme, gimme a man after midnight from the perspective of Dr. Frankenstein. Um, I hope he does one after Dr. Doof. There's a lay all your love on me from the perspective of a vampire. Um, It's it's, it's one of the lines is one of the lines. Bella, where you at Luca? Probably not. Um, It's very funny. I would, I would recommend uh, looking. I think he called it. Ah, um, but look up uh, Brian David Gilbert on YouTube, yeah. and, and these things are there. Also, uh, what's happening on EATB? Uh, we're about to record some uh, some Halloween special stuff. Uh, I mean, it's been a while since I've recorded with y'all. It's also been a while since I've recorded with yeah. them. Shout um, out to I, TJ and the quick, what was it called? The quick chicken fist or whatever? Quick bite podcast that he put out, the 18-minute podcast. Mm, yeah, yeah, with it was great. Esteban? Yeah. I don't know who, yeah. Shout that out. Navi, do you, did you have a Halloween costume or not? I'm anti-dressing up because it's too much effort. Well, I I have got enough for the both of us. I yes. am wearing a separate costume tonight than Ooh. the one that I wore to school. What, what, what's uh, your separate costume? I'll, 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 I'll leave it as a, as a surprise. I'll, okay. I'll Can I share what you wore yesterday? Yeah. I, I mean, you led off with saying that I was Waluigi. Yes. Or as Sam called you on a podcast, my Waluigi fucker brother or something. Yeah. Something uh, like that. Yeah. Uh, my Halloween costume was Danny Phantom, if anyone was curious. Uh, mm-hmm. So in terms of me, you can catch me on the Brazilian Dragon. We recently put out a Neo Movies episode with the great MJC. Uh, we talked about James and the Giant Peach, which was a fever dream of a movie. Um, and Scooby Snacks and Chats will be returning next weekend, I think we're recording. Uh, but in the meantime... The great AJ Norris and Caitlin Glacken and I are going to be recording a sex education season three in general catch up podcast tomorrow. I'm super excited about that. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's probably going to be chaotic, but we love that. Um, listen, it's October. I'm going to plug this one more time. The Latinx Heritage Podcast on RHEP. That was my favorite podcast I did this month. No offense to you, too, but it's just like. Yeah, uh, super cool project that I got to do. And then uh, you can follow me on social media at what the fleep on Twitter and TikTok. I've been making TikToks, including one that will inspire me with last time. Um, so uh, I have another one planned for today that I'm going to make. Uh, and then pop culturally, uh, I've been watching Insecure and it's fun. And a shout out to Latanya, Chappelle and Mari. They just started a post show recap on it. 
So I'm going to give y'all the suggestion to watch Insecure and listen to their podcast. Um, But yeah, I guess maybe this drops on Halloween. So happy Halloween. We'll see you with Naomi on the Meep episode. Take it away, Will. Corndog, corndog. Yummy, yummy, yummy. What you're doing today I know, you know What you're doing Isabella Buford Phineas and Ferb Candace gonna bust you if you